Hello valued podcast listener. It is my robot duty to inform you that March 27th Gabriel will be performing at Hilarities in Cleveland, Ohio. And March 29th to 31st he will be at the Funny Bone in Dayton, Ohio. On April 6th Gabriel's schedule says private show. But I happen to know he's doing comedy at a wedding. Ha, 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 that sounds like it will go terribly. On April 7th Gabriel will be in Bellingham, Washington. April 8th he has a private show in Las Vegas. It's not a wedding but it will probably go terribly too. For more info and for all of Gabriel's show dates go to gabrielrutledge.com. And now is the moment a few of you have been waiting for. Lucky episode 13 of Happiness Isn't Funny with Gabriel Rutledge starts right fucking now. Here's your host, Gabriel Rutledge. Check, check. Making love out of nothing at all. Making love. All right, a little out of my range. We're rolling. Uh, coming to you from uh, beautiful Grants Pass, Oregon, uh, this week. Uh, hosts of the Happiness Isn't Funny with the Gabriel Rutledge podcast. Uh, stay at the Redwood Hyperion Suites, room 1127. Uh, doing this trip with my buddy uh, Casey McLean, who's in 1126 right now. And uh, actually, I think I'm going <laughs> to record his podcast with him later. It's a real podcast studio situation here at the Hyperion Suites. Uh, his podcast is the Casey McLean Show. You guys should check that out. It's a good podcast, especially if if you're a uh, – it's sports-themed, not exclusively. But, you know, if you're a Seattle Seattle area sports person, check out the Casey McLean Show. And I hear they're about to have a tremendous guest. Uh, I'm living – this is one of those times where I'm living uh, one of my old bits. Uh, I have have a bit of my last – album um i forgot the name of it (laughs) that's not a good sign uh my safe word is meatloaf uh my last album uh i have a bit about uh uh traveling while my wife is taking care of my children i travel i travel a lot so i like I'll, i'll check in with my wife I'll Skype, see how things are going at home with the kids, and they're never going well, not once. <laughs> she looks like an embedded reporter in war-torn Afghanistan. <laughs> Diapers flying behind her head, there's blood on the wall. I'm like, Jesus. Naked, screaming children running around like more than I have. I'm like, how, how long have I been gone? It's a tough conversation. I'm like, how, how's it going, sweetie? I got up at 4 a.m. One of them's throwing up. One of them has diarrhea. What are you going to do today? I'm like, I mean, not take two naps. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what's happening right now. Wanna, uh, I'm in Grants Pass, living the good life. Maybe taking an occasional nap. We'll see. Got a pretty busy podcast schedule, but... Uh, you know, having some uh, whiskey diet gingers and uh, doing some fun comedy shows. And my wife is 
I mean, uh, two kids have the flu. One of them is 16. <laughs> That's how my son exclusively communicates now, is uh, cave grunting. Oh, fun conversation. Uh, how was school? <laughs> grunt, grunt once if it was a good day, twice if it was a bad day. <laughs> oh, sorry to hear that. <laughs> There's always tomorrow. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah, my wife's just in the middle of the shit right now. And, uh, thank you, wife. I know you listen to my podcast occasionally and, uh, I love you. Thank you for taking care of my children. And, uh, I'll be home tomorrow. It's not that helpful, but, um, yeah, actually I got a last week when my, uh, my daughter was my first guest. Uh, she didn't have the flu then. She just had something else, but it turned into the flu later. And uh, I got a couple nice comments about, uh, my daughter Maisie being on the podcast. Thank you. Uh, a lot sweeter tone than I normally have on this filth fest. Um, but uh, I actually I didn't get a chance to talk about it because because uh, of my 11 year old guest last week. But I uh, I know a lot of uh, a lot of the podcast listeners uh, in the Olympia area and beyond came to my show at the Washington Center. So thank you for that. We had 530 I think 530 people there, uh, and it was great. It was uh, you know. It's uh, sort of beyond what I ever thought I would accomplish in comedy, if I'm being honest, to have a theater full of people uh, there to see me. I perform in theaters full of people there for a different reason, to see someone else or to see a generic comedy show. But people who bought tickets uh, that said Gabriel Rutledge on them uh, to see me in a theater, that's pretty nice, man. It's... uh, it's pretty cool, and uh, comedy, of course, has a way of keeping you humble, and so the show that I did after my 530 people in a theater was uh, a bar called The Talent Club in Talent, Oregon, uh, for about uh, 20 people. I mean, it wasn't a terrible show. It was actually pretty fun, but uh, yeah, from the theater to a tiny southern Oregon bar, there are uh, there are a lot of white people with dreadlocks in Southern Oregon. Uh, it's uh, Talent, Oregon is right right next to Ashland, Oregon, and I don't know if you've ever been to Ashland, Oregon, but it's it looks like they're holding the National Hacky Sack uh, Convention there all the time, constantly. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, patchouli and Bob Marley in the air. A lot of fish bootlegs floating around the uh, Southern Oregon area. There was a there was a guy out in front of the show in talent, uh, white guy, dreadlocks, bicycle, maybe maybe homeless, not sure. And uh, I I was going in in and out making phone calls about my kids at the doctor getting you know flu medicine and all that stuff. And every time I came out, he'd be like, "Hey man, you got any ganja?" Which that's another thing. White people with dreadlocks. Just call it marijuana or weeds. Talk with this ganja poor shit. Got any ganja, man? Uh, which is kind of weird to just sort of ask random strangers for 
for weed? Is that a thing that happens? I guess it is. In talent. Uh, but anyway, I came in and out like four times, and every time it was like he was seeing me for the fourth time. And he was like, hey, man, how's your night going? I'm like, same as two minutes ago. You got any ganja? I'm like, no, I don't, sir. You look like you should have ganja. <laughs> Are you not familiar with how stereotypes work? White guy with dreadlocks on a bike? You're you're the one. I should be asking you if you have ganja. You should be asking me if I have domestic light beers or snacks. I actually had uh, my uh, my Facebook video. I stopped reading the comments. Uh, it was fun to read the comments for a while when you have a kind of viral video, and then after a while you just... You know, I just don't care that much anymore, but I saw one that kind of popped up when someone else shared my video, and I've gotten tons of comments that were like, Dave Grohl, let himself go, all that. This one, uh, same theme, but well done. It said, uh, this guy looks like Walmart Dave Grohl. <laughs> oh, shit. That one stung a little. I commented back like, come on, I'm at least target Dave Grohl. Yeah, and then she was like, oh, sorry. Didn't know you were a real person. She didn't say that part, but it was implied. I'm feeling uh, a little uh, melancholy about this trip, maybe, uh, because I don't know if I'm gonna get. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I'm gonna come to Grants Pass anymore. Which uh, I mean, uh, just because I don't know. I'm not sure it's enough money. Like I'm making money. Don't get me wrong, but. Uh, it might be financially irresponsible for me to keep going to Grant's Pass, which is a, a weird position for me. And uh, I know it's weird to like, it sounds like I'm bragging like, hey, this gig's really fun, but they don't pay me enough, so fuck them. But uh, that's why I can't write another book, by the way. People all the time are like, I love your book, but it's been a long time. Uh, you should write a new one. And uh, it, if I write another book, it's going to have to be a lot different because um, I'm not, it's not... And it's not as interesting of a book to be like, yeah, comedy's going pretty well. I make decent money. Things are all right. Uh, but, uh, I mean, you know, I'm doing a wedding next week, so things are still weird. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, lo I love I love coming to these, like, Grant's Pass-type trips where, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, and there's the restaurant I like to go to and – People come see me on purpose, and I can fuck around on stage. And you know, last night uh, in Grants Pass at the Wild River Restaurant Pub, whatever the fuck it's called, I did like an hour and fifteen. I can't, I can't just do an hour and fifteen at a comedy club without waitresses glaring at me and never getting booked again. Uh, so I kind of, I, I, I don't know. I like it, um, but I don't know if. Uh, I don't know if I can come back. I tried to get more money to do this particular gig, and they did give me a little bit more money, but they were like, it comes out of the opener's pay. <clears throat> Maybe I should have told Casey that. Hopefully he's not listening in 1126. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just not probably enough money for me to uh, keep booking it and keep coming back. And I mean, last night I did, I ended up talking to the crowd about, uh, there was this small town near Grants Pass called uh, Wilder, Wilderville where apparently there's dead zones where they don't even get the internet and uh, their phones are all on 1G. And, like, I'd probably spend 
10 minutes riffing about little towns in southern Oregon. And I was, I was trying to uh, sell my merchandise, and we started talking about Wilderville again. Where are you living in? Wild... Wilderville. Wilderville. There's no stores in Wilderville? There is a store? What's it called? Wilderville Market. Well, aren't I an asshole? Wilderville store has a great venue, by the way. They have a great, a great venue for what? For music and concerts and stuff, yeah. Well, they just do everything there, huh? Also, the doctor's in the back. There's a bat and produce. And the school teacher will change your tires. It's a good community. <laughs> Carol's gone Wilderville. What is happening over there? Hey, that'll be their next YouTube video. <laughs> that'll be your next YouTube video. Wait for it. I will. I will. But sadly, you won't be able to see it on the internet. We actually uploaded it you know, several years ago. It's not done yet. It's been stuck at 94% for six years. Some of those girls have kids now. <laughs> oh, shit. Wilderville. What is happening? I don't even know. How far away? How far away? Uh, 
I normally don't have a part of the show where I just yell out smaller places nearby. This is what I... By the way, I started this trying to pitch you my merchandise. That went away. I'm gonna call you out and get Girls Gone Wilder t-shirts in the upper left. No matter where you live, allegedly there's a much shittier place nearby. That's what we've all learned today. Even Wonder, what's Wonder make fun of? O'Brien. What's O'Brien make fun of? Cave Junction. It's a circle of shit. They cut that part out of the Disney movie, the Circle of Shit song, but it should have been in there. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, If you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, But if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, It's easy. It's free. Uh, They distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which... Apparently, it's just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship. But I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, Go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of The Rutledges. By the the way, you know, the, uh, the Lion King. You know, the Lion King song, they were, uh, I don't even know what they say. Something in African, like... Uh, my daughters, uh, this is probably bad. It's probably cultural appropriation or something, but, uh, they, for that, they walk around just singing jalapeno. Uh, and, uh, yeah, kids, what are you going to do? Keep them. I did. I was going to say that about, but cause both my kids are sick right now. Uh, I mean, I'm st- this uh, pet peeve, uh, 
people get really hung up on where they got their cold or flu from. Like if if people who get sick and then they're like, I think I know where I got it from too. Bill at work, that fucking asshole. Like if you're a human, you have to walk around in the world and be exposed to germs. Okay, look, I get if someone is clearly feverish and they're at your workplace. Yeah, that's kind of a dick move. But when people get super upset that they got a cold because of someone from work or someone they know or someone from their family, stop it. Stop it. Stop with this CSI influenza bullshit. We're like, I got a flu. It's someone's fault. Like you have to tell your past partners like it's HIV or something. You you got sick. Well, welcome to the human experience. You don't need to trace it. You don't need to go on 23andMe and trace your uh, influenza ancestry until you can find out where the cold came from. Just one guy in New Jersey who started the flu for the country. Sorry, I didn't know. All these cold detectives. I'll find out where it came from. Blowing my nose like an asshole thanks to some other sick person. How come, how come everyone's always worried about where they got a cold from? They never think, wow, I bet I gave my cold to a lot of people. It happens. I shake hundreds of hands a week, usually. I'm very, very famous. I'm a popular performer in Grants Pass and Wilderville. I, I'm exposed to germs. I mean, I don't make out with hundreds of people a week, but even the handshaking, right? I mean, if you're if you're married or uh, have a uh, a partner, like, do you do you not have sex when one of them has a cold? I mean, obviously you do it less, I'm sure, but like, it, I say take the risk, take the ride. Oh, my wife has the sniffles, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna touch her. No, we're not in a quarantine situation. You think I can't fuck through the sniffles? I've <laughs> I've been married 21 years. I can fuck through the sniffles. I can, I can, <laughs> I can fuck through a cold. I can fuck through a headache. I can fuck through indifference. I can fuck through, I guess, if you want to. I'm not that opposed to it. I can fuck through if we don't do it tonight. Our schedule doesn't allow it to happen for a while, so we should probably do it now. I can fuck too. You're going to go out of town for 10 days, so we better do it tonight. I can do it. But this isn't about me. Actually, it literally is. It's my podcast, and I have no guests. So it is about me. My point is stop with the germ blaming, okay? Stop with the, stop with the, I got a cold, and it's got to be someone's fault. Stop it. Always got to blame somebody. Although, isn't it, I mean, that's how, uh, I might be wrong, but isn't, I think, I think HIV started because someone had sex with a green monkey. Is that, I should probably Google that before I say it like it's fact, but I think that's true. Which, I don't know, maybe if you're going to have sex with a monkey, pick one a healthier color. Green seems like a, a signal. That's... <laughs> 
I'm not sure what the healthy color monkey is, but I mean, if you're going to have sex with a monkey, maybe a nice healthy brown. We, there's a there's someone we can shame, okay? The person who started AIDS because they had sex with a green monkey. That's the person we should be mad about. If we could find that person, well, they're probably not alive anymore. Uh, I hope a green monkey killed them, but I don't... You know, yeah, we can shame we can shame that person. If 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 your immoral m- monkey sex uh caused a terrible plague, uh yeah, let's get mad at you. All right? Because you know, having sex with a green monkey didn't uh cause the sniffles. It was much worse. We can shame that person. Okay, full disclosure, I just paused recording and did a little wikipedia And okay, HRV came from monkeys. A little bit of a little bit of a discussion about whether or not it was from sexual contact. Some people say yes. Some people say it's just they came in contact with monkeys with infected blood. Um, and I guess there's other ways you could uh, come into contact with monkeys infected blood. But, uh, so, okay, maybe I'm spreading bad information, okay? Maybe, maybe, thankfully, no one had sex with a monkey and spread HIV. Maybe it was, maybe they held hands with a monkey. And that's how it happened. I guess what I'm saying is, even if you're just really good friends with a monkey, you should wear a condom. Safety first, that's what this podcast is about. Good lord, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, I'm going to read an iTunes review. That's what I should do. If you leave me an iTunes review, uh, I will read it on this podcast if it's five stars. I'll, I'll probably read it if it's not, but uh, I'm only interested in uh, positive feedback. Um, Let's see. Honest and hilarious five stars from Miss Lufa. This podcast gets me in trouble at work because I burst into laughter several times an episode in a very quiet office. Totally worth the demerits. Y'all should listen and follow his comedy. He's one of the best. He's one of the best. He's better than most of the rest. Uh, thank you, Miss Lufa. I appreciate that. And also, uh, this podcast does not have a sponsor, sadly. Uh, that money train has dried up. But if you would like to uh, sponsor a podcast of this episode, and why wouldn't you? There's a lot of talk about having or not having sex with green monkeys. It's uh, You're going to want to be a part of this. Um, Man, I could not have. I had this sweet, adorable podcast with my 11-year-old last week. And this week, right into uh, monkey sex or not sex. It's, uh, wow. I'm not saying I'm proud of what happened today, but I'm saying I was there for it. Uh, yeah, anyway, if you want to sponsor a podcast episode, it's five bucks. Send me an email. Unless you live in Wilderville, and then you can send me a letter. All right, I think I'm going to wrap up because uh, I, <laughs> I have to go do another podcast. Um, sorry to cheat on you guys, but I have to do another podcast. And also, I'm kind of afraid of what I might say if I keep going. I don't <laughs> 
we're going down some weird paths today. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, don't touch monkeys. And uh, talk to you next week. Show's over. We're done. Bye.